Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast with Mel and Bree. I'm Mel. And I'm Bree. And we're two moms on a mission to educate and empower others to take charge of their health by ditching the all or nothing mentality, leading by example, and living life without deprivation. Making improvements to your health doesn't have to be hard. And we want you to have the tools to teach your family that you can be healthy and enjoy life. Hello, hello. Hey, girl. How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I am good. Good. Loving this weather. Yes, yes. I haven't been outside much today. I kind of slept in a little bit this morning. You know, with the kids being off of school, I took the oh, no. the day off from seeing clients. And and so I haven't really been outside yet. <laughs> oh. Well, you must do that. It's beautiful. And I know. It's on my, it's on my to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> How was your weekend? How was your Halloween? It was great. It was really good. We, um, as you know, we had that party on Friday. Yes. That was a lot of fun. Um, Saturday, the girls had a birthday party in the morning and came home and played outside right up until it was time to go trick-or-treating. Oh, fun. Been Sunday just hanging out outside. It was great. How about you? Um, very, very eventful. Like <laughs> you said, there was a party Friday. We had soccer Saturday morning, well, from like nine to two. I came home, yeah, came home, got changed, took showers, had dinner. We started trick-or-treating around six. We, oh my gosh, our neighborhood is amazing. They, like, my kids were probably trick-or-treating for like an hour and a half and ended up with a gallon-sized bag full of candy, each of them. Holy cow. Yeah, and they had haunted houses, like, the neighbors, like, in their garages did, like, haunted houses, and mm-hmm. either people put candy out on tables, or they had little shoots that they would shoot the candy and like, put the, sh- like, a big tube that they would feed the candy in, and it would spit mm-hmm. it out, so the, the kids loved that. they just walk up, put their bucket up to it, and it would spit it out uh, from cute. the shoot. So, um, no, they had a blast, and then I ended up having a um party like a a work party thing uh saturday night which was fun but i'm exhausted (laughs) it was a long long day yeah sunday um we got out for a little bit and we cleaned house we put up all the halloween decorations and I'm just getting ready to skip right into Christmas. Like, I'm like, Are I'm you? Doing, yes. I mean, usually I wait to put Christmas stuff out until after Thanksgiving. But this year, I'm like, you know what? I really don't want to take out all of my fall decorations only to have them out for a couple of weeks and then have to put them up mm. and bring out the Christmas stuff. I just don't have the energy for that. So uh, I started doing that, but um, probably do the rest of it today. Minus the tree. The tree won't go up until after Thanksgiving. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, I leave my fall decor up even with Halloween, and I just incorporate Halloween to, into it and then take Halloween down. Yeah, one of these years I'll be smart and do that, but I haven't, <laughs> I haven't made it in that part of my life yet. <laughs> so, yeah, it was good. Just busy, busy. I'm exhausted, but that's okay because this week um, we don't have anything going on this coming up weekend other than soccer, which so happy about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, thank the Lord. <laughs> oh, baby Jesus. Like, <laughs> Is it drawing yeah. to an end? What? Soccer. The soccer? Yes, we've got playoffs this 
coming weekend and the following weekend and then we're done nice yes and then the holiday season starts for us where we've got something going on every weekend mm-hmm. well because we've got all the birthdays mm-hmm. in november and december um my first actually pretty much up until christmas is already booked wow yeah like every weekend we've got one weekend I've got three events in a single weekend. Wow. You're busy. Yeah, it's just the time of year. We yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oof. <laughs> but it's all right. It's it's all good. We'll just truck through. We always do. Um speaking of being exhausted, that leads us into our topic for today. Yeah. F- fighting fatigue. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it's totally appropriate for this time. Mm-hmm. Um, now we've talked about different aspects of fatigue and, you know, different things you can do in your life to just give you more energy to help you focus. But I wanted to actually do a specific podcast on fighting fatigue and just giving different tips um, on things that you can do to help you get through it. Yeah, great. Perfect time. So, you know, we we live in a super fast-paced modern world these days. And with everything going on with people having to juggle, you know, homeschooling, work, um, day-to-day tasks, it, you know, this is out of the norm right now mm-hmm. of what life was, you know, in comparison to last year. Mm-hmm. But we're like... We always find ourselves running from one activity to the next, right? Not mm-hmm. pausing or, or taking a break, really. It just we hit the ground running. Right. Um, but we, we really need time for ourselves. We need balance. Um, and it's really hard to figure out what exactly is draining that energy. I mean, it could be like the going from the one thing to the next, it could be, you know, something with your sleep pattern. It could be an illness that you're not aware of. It could be a number of things. Right. Um, but there's always some kind of um, underlying condition that is affecting your daily life if you're constantly experiencing fatigue. Mm-hmm. And these tips I'm going to share, things for you to try, more like trial and error um, to pinpoint what exactly might be triggering that fatigue. And hopefully there'll be some tips on how you can address that. Cool. So the first thing I'm sure you already know what I'm going to say is eating a balanced diet, like Mm -hmm. your nutrition. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. (laughs) So when you're eating a diet full of wholesome foods, nutrient rich Um, it's going to boost your energy levels in a positive way. When you're eating a bunch of unrefined carbs or unhealthy fats, it actually drains you. So, you you know, when you eat sugar, you get this instant spike in your uh, sugar blood levels. Mm -hmm. So you're on this high for like a minute. Right. And then it just draws you back down. Mm -hmm. Not to mention it can put sugar or unhealthy foods, processed foods can cause 
um, an inflammatory reaction, Mm -hmm. which can lead to a whole slew of other issues draining your energy. You know, you could also suffer from IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, um, which can is another thing that causes discomfort and drains your energy levels. So when you're eating foods high in um, nutrients or fiber or have a lot of good, wholesome energy, you're going to have more energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to share some foods a little bit later on um, to help beat that fatigue. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I do want to say is also you want to prioritize foods rich in iron. So I I have for most of my life been borderline anemic and I had cut out a lot of meat in my diet just because I, you know, back, you know, when red meat wasn't healthy, I Mm -hmm. got on that bandwagon years and years ago. And so I cut out red meat out of my diet and I didn't really crave it. So it wasn't like a big deal, Mm -hmm. but my body suffered for it. Um, Actually with each one of my pregnancies, it became very apparent that I wasn't getting enough iron. And I was my um, my white blood cell count was really low. Mm-hmm. So, or not my white, not my white blood. My platelets were really low. Mm. So when I went in with my first one to have an epidural, um, they they were able to get it in. They didn't realize my platelets were so low until they went to go take it out. And I had to leave the epidural needle in my back the entire time I was in the hospital. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So for three days, and we ended up staying a little bit longer because my platelets weren't back up yet. Mm. So we had to leave it in my back the entire time. And then with my other two, um, now with my daughter, my platelets were back up because by that time I had been eating a lot more meat, a lot more um iron rich foods but with my son my platelets were still really low so I couldn't even have an epidural they're like wow. we're not anesthesiologist would touch me wow. um, so you know you're and it's not just meats I mean I ate a lot of the other foods high in um, iron but my body really needed the meat so like leafy greens um, beans peas lentils nuts whole grains. So I actually eat a lot of those other things, but meat is extremely high in iron and I just wasn't getting enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think part of it's hereditary too. Uh, my, my mom and my grandma have always been either anemic or borderline anemic. So mm-hmm. it's just, I was kind of predisposed to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you also, to help beat fatigue, want to get regular exercise. Um, There's so many benefits to getting regular exercise that we all know about, but it releases endorphins that boost your energy levels, Mm -hmm. which actually leads to more high quality sleep. So the recommendation for sleep, seven to nine hours for adults per night. 
And most of us don't. And that's uninterrupted. Mm-hmm. And most of us don't get that. So sleep or exercise is one of the ways to help. Um, you want to do at least two hours um, of moderate intensity exercise each week to really get the full benefit. Now, am I saying that you can't do more? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying at least that much of regular planned exercise. And that looks different on everyone, but moderate exercise or moderate intensity. So you're getting your heart rate up. Like you're not like sweating profusely necessarily, but you're, um, you know, you're getting things moving. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, you can make an exercise plan to help for that accountability aspect. You find a workout buddy, maybe hire a personal trainer, but just something where you can get regular exercise in. Now, on the flip side, you also don't want to just have your planned exercise. A good way to sneak in extra exercise without even realizing it is your day-to-day stuff. So instead of taking the uh, uh, elevator, take the stairs. Mm-hmm. Or when you're at the grocery store, park a little bit further away so you have to walk. You know, um, maybe after lunch, you just go for a walk, you know, kind of walk up, Um, get outside when it's nice weather like it is today and, you know, take your kids um, on a bike ride, just stuff like that. Just day to day, adding a little extra into your day, but it's not necessarily planned exercise like, oh, I'm going to go hit the gym. Mm -hmm. And that's a great way to help you. The sun being outside, it just does something for the soul and the mind and it relaxes you. So you, when your head hits a pillow, you sleep so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, next, drink more water. So it's really important that you stay hydrated. You know, staying hydrated, it just um, le- allows your body to function better. You're able to fl- flush out toxins. Um, and you sleep better when you're able to flush out all that crap in your body. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, there's something, and you know, our bodies are made up of what is it, sixty percent water? Sixty. I or think 70%? it's seventy. Yeah. Um. So our bodies need water. Water is amazing, and it's free. I mean, most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But. <laughs> but drinking water really does help boost your energy levels, even though there's no calories in water. Everybody tends to associate energy with calories, which yes, in, in essence it does, but water is the calorie, cal- calorie-less <laughs> energy booster. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to say that, but, um, so yes, water, 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 drink up, um, cutting down on the caffeine. So caffeine has a similar effect to sugar where it brings you up, gives you like a boost, and then it brings you right back down. Mm -hmm. So if you're relying on caffeine to get you through the day on a regular basis, you, your, your day to day needs to be Mm reevaluated. Like what is causing you to need that caffeine and that is what needs to be addressed Mm -hmm. um 
So lowering your caffeine intake can give you a whole lot more energy in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that you absolutely have to avoid caffeine, but monitor how much, if you're drinking two, three, four, five cups a day, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and it could be not just in coffee, it could be in tea, in soda, um, anywhere where you can get caffeine, just be my, and certain medications have caffeine in it. So if you're popping medication, you know, every day, you need to evaluate what's going on in your day-to-day that is causing that. Um, but I would recommend if you are going to drink caffeine, avoid doing it um, after dinner because it's going to make it a lot harder for your body to wind down and be able to go to sleep. Right. Um, so like we said, sleep is important. I mean, fighting fatigue, obviously sleep is like a key factor there. Um, there's, you know, in order to maintain those energy levels throughout the day, you have to get adequate sleep. Um, you want to relax before bedtime, maybe do some stretching. I, I usually will advise my clients to do stretching in the morning and stretching right before bedtime, Mm -hmm. just so they're, they can really relax. And there's actually certain positions. Um, I, Unfortunately, we're on a podcast, so I can't demonstrate it, (laughs) but there are certain positions that help me go to sleep a lot quicker, and I'll try to describe it on the podcast, even though it... Or um, you can just say what it is, too, and people can Google it. Well, it's not a a name. Oh, I don't even know. I, I mean, it may be, but I don't know what it's called. So basically, putting your feet together, so um the sole of your foot to the sole of your foot. So you're kind of making a diamond shape um, with your legs and laying on your back. Um, and then you see, and then putting your arms, like taking your arms out to the side to where your wrist lines up with your shoulder mm-hmm. and just laying in that position. You're allowed to lay flat, but forcing those feet into each other and just taking deep breaths and holding that position. And usually that just relaxes my body and helps me, go right to sleep. So, um, but you know, things to help you, um, go to sleep a lot better. Um, you know, have your room at a good temperature. Like Mm -hmm. we've talked about in past podcasts, comfortable pillows, mattresses, blankets, um, loose fabric, loose, like natural lightweight fabric. Your, for your pajamas, wearing those to bed, mm-hmm. um, going to sleep at the same time and waking up at the same time every day, on, even on the weekends, because your body naturally wants to get into a routine. Right. So that helps me. My brain just automatically wakes up at five o'clock in the morning every day. Yeah. Even even on the weekends, it sucks. But <laughs> but. It, that's, and I go to bed about the same time or I try to every night. Um, so that helps me to function better throughout the day. Um, and then another one is just, you know, practice relaxation techniques to help you go to sleep better. So meditation, maybe do some yoga or Pilates or even Tai Chi, 
deep breathing exercises that will help you to fall asleep quicker and just overall improve your sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you're the sleep expert. Do you have anything <laughs> else you would like to add? Does it make me an expert because I like it so much? <laughs> well, good. <laughs> My favorite. Yeah, um, right. No, you you touched on it. Just the um, consistency, you know, in that routine, creating a cool, um, inviting space in your room. One thing I've noticed with my health coaching clients is a lot of a lot of their master bedrooms are not a place that they can relax in because really? it is just. Um, it's chaotic. It's not picked up. Maybe they don't like mm. their bedding or their sheets or their kids crap is thrown all over their room. It, it's kind of like their dresser is the catch all for the laundry, you know, and I know that some people may have a hard time wrapping their head around this, but I urge you to um, listen to me anyway. <laughs> your bedroom should be your sanctuary. Mm-hmm. There is, there is no place for clutter and crap in your bedroom because whether you think it or not, it doesn't matter because I'm right. Uh, (laughs) always, not always, but about this, (laughs) I'm right. Um, Years and years of research and studies and all this, it adds stress to you when you are in a cluttered environment, even if it's stuff that you're used to, like, oh, there's always crap on my dresser, whatever. It it doesn't bother me. That's just the way it is. I'll get to it later. I don't care. It bothers Mm -hmm. you. On some mm-hmm. level, it causes you stress. So oh, the more that. inviting that you can make your bedroom, get some splurge on some new sheets. Make that your Christmas mm-hmm. present this year. Um, make sure that it's you know cool. Maybe you have a white noise machine. You have um, pillows. Pillows are important. Make sure they're not crap. Yes. Find a yes. find a pillow you like. Um, and you know, for my husband and I, this our bedroom is not a place for the girls to hang out in. That is Mm-mm. kind of by invite only, um, you know, or if they're sick or something like that. But otherwise, this is like a kid-free zone. And, and it's mm-hmm. not that our kids aren't allowed to step in our bedroom. We're not like horrible people. But this is our space. And this is my sanctuary. It's where I can get away for, away to. And so I think it's important to have something like that to look forward to. Yeah, uh, I agree 100%. So, yeah, sleep, you know, water, obviously not eating like a jerk. Um <laughs> moving your body more mm-hmm. you may notice on the days where you do like nothing maybe you're a couch potato and then you can't fall asleep you need to expend some energy mm-hmm. um let's see water sleep um sex also helps you sleep really well too i'm just yeah. i'm just yeah. saying mm-hmm. it, it does um maybe you may try journaling um if you're having a hard time winding down or shutting the brain off Try some journaling before bed and getting that out of your head so your your brain will kind of get ready for bed too. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about this before. Try blue light blocking glasses. Use red light at night. Try not to keep the overhead fluorescent lights going. When it's when it's wind down time and bedtime, cut all that stuff off. Try not to put right. on electronics. If you are go, go, go from, you know, 6 in the morning till 10, 11 at night and you're on an electronic all day long, you are not doing yourself any favors by going to bed with an electronic. Right. So that's really all that I would add to that. Um, There is. So another thing I want to touch on um, is alcohol. So alcohol, it really throws the body off balance and it it affects your sleep. Um, It it dehydrates you. It 
you know, like they'll some people say, oh, well, I drink a glass of wine to help me relax and fall asleep. Right. Okay. Like, you know, some people, they do that. Um, but how often are you doing that? Right. If, if you're, it's like yeah, a if once you're, in a while thing. Right. Exactly. If you're, if it's a nightly thing, like you have to have the wine to go to bed. I'm lovingly telling you that that is a problem. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really, it may help you fall asleep, but do you stay asleep? And how do you right. feel when you wake up? Right. So that's something that you need to, you know, be mindful of is, okay, yeah, it might help you get to sleep, but um, it, it's not going to help you stay asleep or function better the next day. Right. Right. You know. Um, so alcohol. And then there was, oh, so allergies, you know, it's allergy season, falls kicking up. Um, well, it's already here. It's not kicking up. Um, so allergies is a big one that can, it causes inflammation in your sinuses. You can't breathe well. It can affect your digestive system. So with me, like this year and last year, my allergies have gotten like they're worse and I'm not really sure what the issue is, but I get a lot of congestion and like inflammation. I can't breathe. And then the drainage goes directly down into my stomach. Yeah. And of course, when you can't breathe, you don't sleep well. You're constantly waking up. Mm -hmm. Now I have certain things that I've been taking that have been helping. um, But I noticed that when I don't take those things, that it does affect how I sleep. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it also contributes to like brain fog and it makes it really difficult to concentrate on like my day to day. So, you know, allergies can play a big part, um, in fatigue. Um, especially if it's, it could even be like, um, anything that causes inflammation. So whether it's, something within your diet or whether it's like sinus issues, anything that causes inflammation somewhere in your body wreaks havoc on your body and it makes, it drains your body of all of its energy. Yeah. So, you know, just keep that in mind. Um, and then, so the last thing I want to touch on is stress and mental health. So that's obviously a big thing. If you're, you're mentally, like if you're suffering from anxiety, depression, you're severely stressed, you're not going to be sleeping well. Right. So you really need to address those issues. Um, and I can't tell you how to address those issues. I'm not a mental health expert and I don't know what your situation is, but find someone that can help you address that or maybe just try different techniques to help you manage your anxiety or your stress, um, whatever that looks like. And that will help you to potentially sleep better, function better. You're just going to be all around a better person. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so those are the main tips. And then I wanted to share some foods that, um, can help with fatigue that can help you boost your energy levels Um, So eggs, great source of energy, loaded with all kinds of nutrients. Um, It's a great source of fat. Um, 
and tons of vitamins. Bananas is another one. Uh, bananas is a good source of potassium, fiber, carbs, uh, almonds, watermelon, kale. I've got my my cheat sheet here. <laughs> Spinach, <laughs> uh, chia seeds, and oats. So, like, those are all really nutrient-rich foods, healthy foods that will give you tons of energy. So, if you're trying to add more um, energy-boosting foods into your diet, those are definitely ones that I would include. Now, foods <clears throat> to avoid. So these foods um, and drinks can actually increase your feelings of fatigue. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> uh, foods that are high in sugar can, like we talked about, boost your energy, but often lead to like a big dip immediately afterwards. So sugary foods, um, white bread, baked goods, caffeinated drinks, like high caffeinated drinks. Certain teas are okay, um, but black tea is a higher caffeinated tea. So, you know, obviously that's one that um, you may want to think twice about if you're having several cups throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And then heavily processed foods like you know, potato chips or, um, or really just any of the heavily processed foods. So those are foods to typically avoid if you're feeling super sluggish and fatigued. Does not mean that you can't ever have them. Just try to avoid having them on a regular basis. Right. Um, and then, so there's also a couple other things that I wanted to share really quickly. So you want to avoid skipping meals because when you skip meals, it affects your energy levels. Um, eating, um, uh, sorry, uh, <laughs> I got a little sidetracked for a second there. Um, you know, we talked about staying hydrated um, throughout the day and then sticking to, so when you, when people do those fad diets or very restrictive, low calorie diets, you're not getting enough nutrients, you're not getting enough energy. So you're going to suffer from brain fog or fatigue. Mm -hmm. It's extremely important that you make sure that you're getting the right amount of calories. I don't care who you are, unless you are under the age of 10, you should be getting more than 1200 calories a day. There is, or unless there is an exception, unless you have like a, you know, um, like the gastric bypass surgery, I think they require, it's a really low calorie amount in the beginning. Um, unless, you know, you fall into that little box, you should be eating way more than 12. And honestly, I would say more than 1400. Yeah. Like even way more than that. Everybody is different, but. If your diet requires you to only be eating like 1,400 calories um, and you find yourself constantly hungry, that is your body signaling that you need to eat. Right. And it's going to affect you. It's going to affect your mood. It's going to affect how well you function. Um, 
So you need to listen to your body and you need to eat when you're hungry, when you're truly hungry, you need to feed your body period. Yep. So that's all I have. Is there anything else you would like to add? Awesome. No, I think that's great information. Pair that one with the ones we've done on sleep before and uh, you should be good to go. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All right, girl. Well, I will talk to you soon. All right. Catch you later. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. We'd love to have your feedback and have you subscribe to our podcast. To connect with us, feel free to look us up on Facebook at Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree, or you can find Mel on Instagram at Mel Hammonds or Bree at Hope Faith Get Fit. Until next time. <laughs>